when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, May 22nd, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 316. Wow, I really could have done like a cool, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, 316 damn. thing. I do do I try it. it again? No. I absolutely <laughs> don't. I don't have it in me. I don't have the time. I'm crunched by deadlines. You can hear it in my voice that I haven't slept. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Gita Jackson. Hello, I'm Gita. And, hi, Gita. And Ricardo Contreras, uh, how you doing? imagining you fucking slamming two beers together right now in your bedroom. It's happening. I wish. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I could go get a couple beers. I feel like that would be a bad way to kick off this day that's supposed to go for the next 12 hours of work. Uh, so There are worse ways. There are worse ways. You're right. You're No, you're not. Was that a beer? Did someone just open a beer? No, that was me knocking my iced coffee into my oh. pop filter. <laughs> I was hoping someone, I was like, <laughs> Rob has snuck into the call and opened the beer. Mina has joined the call. Yeah, Mina, and Mina has little joined us with an IPA. Ella in the background just grabbed uh, the cat beer. With, with two cans of Steve Weiser. Uh, <laughs> we are here at the, the, the end of the week. We've all made it. This is the longest week ever. Uh, I am dying inside, but that's okay. Uh, because if I look outside my window, the world is coming alive. The weather is getting better. And I thought I get to enjoy it too much right now. Um, but it's good. Everything's, everything's getting better out there. In fact, I hear Gita that this is also coming to the, the spring is coming to the Sims. The world is coming alive again. Sims, yes. I I don't remember the name of this this. Okay, let me see if I can find it in my it's, in my head. Eco, mm-hmm. is Eco in there? Eco is in there. Is it is it a straight up name? Like is it just like the, the Eco something pack, or is there like a fun? It's always uh, like a two word phrase. Basically, there's there's the Get series, Get Famous, Get Together, um, and then there's like Cats and Dogs, and okay. like that's like more is specifically this one, about that. Eco and Dogs. Eco dogs, yeah. Eco dogs. This is about <laughs> ecologically conscious dogs. It's yes. about a team of super they dogs that tell dolphin. you to sort your recycling. <laughs> um, no, it's eco lifestyle. Oh, I eco also lifestyle. call it eco living a lot because there's the tiny living pack. Right. Yes. Man, that's a lot. But eco, eco lifestyle, lifestyle, which is all about. Yeah. Uh, the environment and environmentalism question mark yeah it's about environmentalism sustainable living and the environment it's very explicitly about these things it's it's really a fascinating pack i think one of the most ambitious packs i've seen from the sims team it's definitely like for me on the level of trying new ideas that you saw from the original max's team where they're just like actually holistically looking at life and thinking about what actually affects people in the world and mm-hmm. it turns out uh global warming affects everybody 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. It comes, it's it's massive and it's hard to describe like what would be the main feature of it because there's like, it's like, mecha- I was, when I talked to, um, what's his name? The main doom, you know, the guy that everybody knows. <laughs> I'm so tired also. <laughs> I've been Will? working a lot. Um, well, right? Wait, who are you? Who are you talking um, about? Doom. The guy no, everybody doom, the knows. video gay doom. With the, the long hair, game. John Romero. John Romero, <laughs> yes. yes. Not who I associate yes. with The Sims normally. No, he but when he's Sims? talking, I talked to him about Empire of Sin, which is the game he and his wife, Brenda Romero, are making. Um, mm-hmm. Her game, really. And he, like, I was, like, really charmed by how much he is so impressed by Brenda's skills. He, like, spent a good 10 minutes just talking about how, what an amazing designer she is. And at one point he described... The game as mechanic soup, where it's a lot of different things and it could easily become a mess. But like like any good soup, it's all actually tied together in some way. And all of the flavors that are in this soup all make sense with each other. If you picked out individual elements, they might be feel disconnected, but somehow it just works. And that's how I feel about this pack also. Ah, gotcha. So wait, yeah. what is what's up with this pack? So it's a pack where, for the first time, sim like simmers get like an antagonist in the game, and the antagonist, I guess, if they'd like it to be, is this little bar at the bottom of the screen that shows what your eco footprint is, and it can either be industrial or green. And industrial is associated with, you know, industrialization, pollution, smog, browns in the environment, brown colors polluted water, all that stuff. And green is associated with trees, you know, sustainable living, um, reduce, reuse, recycle, that kind of stuff. And what's so interesting to me is like your individual actions can push that bar into the green, right? Mm -hmm. But it won't do it very much. So if the player is thinking about this game from from the perspective of, I want to push this bar all the way to one direction or all the way to the other, then what they have to do is there's these new things called community action plans where there's like a bulletin board in this neighborhood where that has a bunch of different proposals for things that you can vote on that this community wants specifically to happen in their neighborhood. Mm. And there's three different neighborhoods in this new world and they all have their own individual community action plans. And um, you have to like actually influence people in the neighborhood to support the things you want to support. It's a grassroots do they organizing have like a Do they have like a natural predisposition one way or the other based on different action plans or are they just like neutral until someone pushes on them? No, they have their own wants and desires. I think it's trait based. Okay. Um, in the beginning, you'll get introduced to like two characters that will show you kind of like the two kinds of people. These are pre-made Sims. One of them is like a guy who's, you know, a, a grody looking. He looks like a lot of Oberlin students that I've known in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Just like like he smells a little bad, but he's well-meaning. Um, and he comes up and he talks to you about voting green, voting for only green issues. But then another character comes up and is like, well, you can also make a lot of money. With these community action plans. And if you wanted to vote for the more industrial stuff, then, well, a bunch of money could start rolling your way. And, you know, there's there's certain characters that are more inclined to vote in other ways. But what I found, I I tried to just like canvas like you would on the street where you like just go and talk to someone and be like, hey, do you want to sign this? (laughs) 
like immediately right, afterward. Right, right. But it it emphasizes making personal connections with people in your community to try to convince them over a period of time to support the things you want to support. What's what's fun and simmy about it though is like in the meantime you get stuck with a bunch of propo- like community action plans that just fucking suck and ruin your life in a fun way. Uh, the one that I really hated that I spent so long trying to repeal and like it was like a multiple week campaign that I launched because I just Ugh. hated it so much was um it was called sharing is caring and it basically just allows people to come over to your house and steal your shit and that just kept happening to me like I made myself a little beautiful like little shipping container house and the girl that I was trying to get my character to flirt with cut coming over and she'd wander up to the the shipping container that was the kitchen and then I'd go up there and there'd be like three countertops and the stove gone. And I'm like, where are you keeping that even? That's very <laughs> Give weird. Give it back to me. God. Listen, so even, even, even uh, Marxists and anarchists believe in personal property, just not private property. Exactly. No one should take your fucking toothbrush, you know? No. What are you going to do with that toothbrush? You're not going to put it in your mouth. That's disgusting. Please, please. Please don't. Um, um, that sounds interesting. I'm, I'm curious if you found like that there's like an interesting line that it feels like it's trying to walk because like on one hand, it is definitely way more communal sounding than most sim stuff that I'm familiar with in terms of, hey, to have an outcome, you need a lot of people to gather to do this thing or to agree to do this thing, which is, which is of course part of the way in which any, you know, large scale, you know, local or, or worldwide change happens is, is collaboration between people. Um, at the same time, I'm, I'm definitely curious if you felt like, you know, one of the big, one of the big things that we've seen a lot of pushback on in the last decade, especially, uh, regarding ecological, like, uh, change at green initiatives is, is pushing away from the idea of like the individual, as the like individual actors being the thing that need to change versus governments, companies, big, big, big picture things like to change the way the environment is 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 slowly, not so slowly, rapidly being destroyed um, uh, is like more than just, you know, you, one person yeah. goes out and canvasses and convinces people that what we need to do is have a, a community garden. That's a good thing we should do 100 yeah, percent. But I'm curious if it, sure. if it manages to walk that line where. I'm just curious how it handles it's, like that sort it's of interesting. thing. Yeah, uh, it sort of reveals to me the limitations of the Sims's universe broadly. So the Sims is like a PG-13 universe. Like they don't have sex. They woohoo. They don't right. drink alcohol. Wait a they second. They have sex. No, is woohooing not woo-hoo sex? Is not sex. Well, woo-hoo how do specifically not sex? Wait, how what? It- how do they get pregnant? They after you you after you specifically woohoo to to try for a baby you can get pregnant but it's not sex they don't reap they I don't know uh, what they do under those covers it might be budding but it's not sex the Sims team have said in order for them to get the T for teen rating it needs to not be sex that's silly huh. that doesn't make any sense to me they also don't drink alcohol they drink juice and they don't get drunk they get a sugar high yeah I mean that and they get a sugar crash that clean that okay that like I I get that because of the part where you don't get pregnant from drinking beer <laughs> like I get it <laughs> I want to I want oh I need a quote I gotta find them talking about this woohoo not sex that's my new movement actually uh <laughs> I think none of us should have sex anymore. We gotta get under the covers and then just move the covers up and down, which is what woohooing is. Right. 
Uh, here yeah. is a story from one Gita Jackson on Kotaku.com <laughs> about wooing is not sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, woo- yeah. Instead of having sex, huh? Wait, is Listen. that true? To- oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you didn't. Who didn't exist in the first Sims game until that expansion? I need to not yeah. just. I need to not just read this article of yours from three <laughs> years ago. I can just um, tell it to you. I I you specifically remember this article and writing this one. I've written so many fucking articles for Kotaku, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was blogging three times a day. So there's a lot of shit. You could probably find a blog of mine that I don't remember writing, and that'll be the fun one. But I remember all the Sims blogs I wrote because they're deeply important to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's a PG-13 world, which sure. means the question of who is doing the polluting Ha- cannot have oh, certain answers. Like there is a politics career, but it's not like they have elections in The Sims, right? right you, <laughs> you, just, know? you just get good at your job until you're president of the world. Yeah, ex- exactly. I don't and know if that's the current, you know, thing. I don't know if that's the current uh, end of the politics the, path. But I know in the past yeah. it was very much like you're a world leader now. Yeah, you. Um, yeah, in The Sims 3, it was definitely like you became president of the world when you got to the level 10 of the politics career. Right. I'm not sure what it is in this one because I never do the politics career. This painting, you make a lot of money easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but, you know, like, like there's no corporations that need to be held accountable for their actions here. So when your footprint is already all the way in the industrial, you do get the sense that the, the Sims team was trying not to say that individual actions are the only things that matter by introducing this communal aspect to it. Right, right. right. But like, who are they stopping from polluting? But like, are that they, is the question what, that haunts me, you know? Are, when you say that, are they stopping anyone from polluting? Or is it more just like, like from watching the trailer, it's like, we can have a maker a maker community space, a community okay, maker space. That's also all really cool. I don't want to we, get into that in a minute, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, is it is it restrictive? Is it, or is it like, we're voting for these regulations? Yeah, it it's is just not you clear for, on like, who is being regulated. Water conservation is like a thing you can regulate. Like power conservation is a thing you can regulate. Right, but like that stuff is the like, stuff that that's the stuff that again is like in the Sims that would mean like like I saw that there's like um, solar panels and stuff in this. So yeah, presumably you can be like, hey, we all we're all gonna get move on to solar panels or whatever. But that is yeah, just about um, your neighborhood. That's not about like industry (laughs) eventually there is something you can vote for i don't think it unlocks right away i think you have to like i'm not 100 percent sure i only Mm. got like three or four days with this um, expansion i got it's an early alpha you know it wasn't quite complete and i only got to play with it with this expansion pack right um it's not out until next month right or like a few weeks yeah like early june is when it's out um they're showing this to people pretty early uh, which is pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. They told me I saw a presentation from the Sims dev team. They told me that there are connections with other packs, which is what Ooh, really excites me, honestly, because yeah. like the tiny living pack folds very neatly into the idea of living sustainably in an mm-hmm. eco lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, in the community action pack, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if you can unlock this right away or if it's something that you work up to, but you can eventually just vote for supporting green initiatives in name of your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And that means the environment over time will physically change from an industrialized environment with dead grass and litter and like industrial, like pieces of industrial equipment all over the town to one with no litter and green grass and clear water and lots of new trees and there's an implication there <laughs> that it's not just the community 
that the, their neighbors that are contributing right. your to neighbors the pollution cannot the make the river nice they can't there's nothing they yeah. can do by themselves yeah yeah that's the, interesting though it is pretty good at showing the limitations of like what a community can do and mm-hmm. like how frustrating it is i'm excited about a lot of teenagers who are learning about right right grassroots movements and are about to be able to vote in this upcoming election seeing a example of how positive change can be enacted by just organizing your neighborhood. Right. Go go knock on doors, go talk to people, go like yeah. meet your neighbors and 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 try to like figure out what shared needs you have. Like that stuff is all really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty neat. It's just there's this question of like it's not like I don't think that they the Sims team is not aware of the fact that major corporations <laughs> do most of this pollution in the world. It's just that there's no room in the Sims 4 for that kind of idea to exist. It just, uh, yeah, I feel like they could do it. It's just a matter of stepping on certain toes. And like, I mean, yeah. I, I just looked up, I happened to just look up the politician stuff, the like, what, what are the, what are the career paths for politicians in Sims uh, 4? And, and it, I forgot that the Sims stuff splits now. Sims 4, like career paths all end with two different paths. And one of yeah. them is like, you become a national leader. It doesn't say, it doesn't say what type of national leader, but presumably, you know, the executive uh, 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 of some, some nation, the Sims nation. Uh, but the other path is, is that you become a philanthropist and like the top level, the top level <laughs> 10 thing is a charity icon uh, in which in which you rest atop a heap of goodwill, charitable donations and causes uh, solved to bask in the glow of a world better served. Enjoy the feels because you've earned them. And it's like the this is a game that has decided that the worldview that it has is one in which philanthropy is fundamentally as good as political change right like yeah. uh, and that, that is just the world that it is like it is absolutely a deeply neoliberal like dream world in which in which like that that has always been part of what the sims's appeal and also problems have been have been like the the social breadth of of neoliberalism that's like anyone can be the head of a crime syndicate uh, <laughs> yeah. or you just work hard enough right exactly exactly uh, if you just work hard it is a, it's a real meritocracy out there I don't yeah. care who you I mean, who um, <laughs> but well, everyone's by default bisexual right, so right. Mean, you have to think about like what kinds of things do or do not exist in the Sims world right? right capitalism as it exists in our world does not exist in the Sims world. Because there's no scarcity. You can always get food. You can always get jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. So do corp like when you th- follow that rabbit hole down, it's like, are corporations even necessary in this world? If like you can just like literally you can go on your cell phone and apply for a job and get it the same day and start the next day. In the or, or is it just that there are infinite corporations? And so like you never get laid yeah. off. Do you get laid off? Can you get laid off in the same? It's you probably can, not, right? You have to work really hard right, but to I get mean, laid you off. Can't and just, usually like, first you get demoted. You, you know? can't just like, get, it's, you get fired, but you can't just like get a call one day that's like, no, hey, there's look. There's no layoffs. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the industry is shrinking. Uh, <laughs> there's a downturn right now. I know you did your best. Too bad. It's not not that game no yeah it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. it's it's friendly and it's warm and fuzzy yes. it's like it, it's an I- idyllic version of our world but that means if they try to translate some of the problems of our right. world into it without they just run into these like walls where yeah, they can't do huge, anything about it yes that makes perfect sense yeah 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 what um yeah. you mentioned before we started that there was some drama involved here oh my god i need to okay, know so 
I love the Simmer community and I love Simmers. But if there's one thing that's very true about the Sims community in general is that a large portion of it are teenage girls and they are bored and uh, are mad (laughs) a lot of the time. I remember being a teenage Mm -hmm. girl and I was bored and mad all the time. Not like a ding. It's just... When you're older, you'll get it. I hated hearing that when I was younger, but you know, it's fucking true. Um, it's uh, So they looked at the trailer and God, okay, well, it starts with this. There was a fake leak before this pack came out <laughs> saying that this would be a farming pack. And then oh. people got really excited for a farming pack, sure. a farming pack that never existed. That Someone made up a fake leak. So then when instead it was revealed that it would be leak. And it's understandable that people believe this leak because... Almost every leak from The Sims 4 has ended up being true. This is the first one I think was a hoax. <laughs> um, and I I, imed- I remember seeing that leak and thinking, oh, probably true. I'll get an email about it in a couple of days if it's real. <laughs> and uh, I got an email and it was about something else entirely. And mm-hmm. I was like, OK, well, here we go. But Sims fandom who had gotten themselves excited about owning chickens and running a farm, living off the land... When they heard that the next pack was going to be eco lifestyle, they got pretty upset. And when the Sims fandom gets upset, they start to really, really nitpick really, really small things. Like when they saw the trailer, which was revealed um, late last week or early this week, uh, they pointed out like one or two like animations and were like, oh, these are from different packs. I can't believe how lazy the Sims team is. They're just recycling content to be in this pack and they like tried to be like you know granted i've played it and they haven't so they kept being like oh i bet this is just going to be exactly the same as like a cats and dogs or seasons and it won't add anything meaningful to the gameplay having played it it's radically different from those two packs and it adds so much to the gameplay i didn't even get to the maker stuff which is like incredibly fun and a lot of what i spent my time doing you can make your own (laughs) furniture you can make candles you can make fizzy drinks now that's all i want to do is just like make and sell like have a simmer let's just like an etsy seller basically and i think as soon as i get this pack i'm gonna try to do that incredible (laughs) yeah Right. You could just make a living just making stuff. And that sounds really fun. That's like my personal fantasy. Right. Like that's my fantasy that I want to live out in The Sims is like being a candle maker for Etsy. (laughs) Um, But like this is it became like a tizzy. And like a part of it is also that this game that's in development that does not have a release date. I want to be clear. They were, it's called Paralives and it's like a competing life. Yeah, I've game. heard. I, okay. So this is, I was talking to a friend of the site, Janine, <laughs> about this game the other day because she said they, they, okay, para, so here's my understanding. Paralives, it was kickstarted or like Patreon backed or something. They like raised a bunch of money through crowd, crowdfunding. Is that true? Am I misremembering this? I believe this? so. Okay. And they've always been kind of courting the Sims fandom and they have uh, like, posted about like people posted about in the same subreddit a lot uh simmers who are interested you know who are frustrated with sims 4 usually point to paralives when they talk want to say like well these people are doing it right right well the big thing that i'd heard the big thing that janine told me was like they only showed their first character the other day after years of yeah not showing what the characters look like yeah which seems weird the environments are great like architectural tools that yes. seem very fluid and interesting. Right. But you can also like now that I've played a lot of games like for work and talked to game developers for work, I looked at it 
these demos of them like grabbing and moving walls mm. and changing the height fluidly and all this shit. And all I thought was if that code intersects with another code in uh. a way that is not agreeable, you know that it's going to become like a non-Euclidean nightmare. <laughs> you know, <laughs> The Sims is such a complex game. It's one of those games where like, you know, like an indie studio can try to make a, a Destiny but it would take a long time, be very expensive, and they'd have to cut a lot of shit. And I think an indie team could try to make a Sims game, but, but it would take a long time, yeah, very yeah. expensive, they'd have to cut a lot of shit. And like, I, I think it's good to for to see other developers trying to get into the life sim market because Sims yeah, really I, has cornered it. Like, yes, I think it's I'm, good. <laughs> even if Paralives ends up being like middling, I, I'm happy to see someone else in that space pushing on it to make it yeah because like more things in this vein just to me means more options and more more variations so that it doesn't always have to be that same style of i would take a a, a less complex version of the sims that had corporations in it where i could get laid yeah. off i would take a more complex yeah. version of the sims or a more um uh you know janky version of the sims that took place in a different environment or that had you know what i mean like i would take yeah. sci-fi sims but from someone else like i i miss sims medieval which is not a perfect game but i would take it someone so else fun, doing though. that that vibe in fact I, I think someone has i know that i think about it at all uh, i just yeah. i just forget the name of it and no one i knew t- played it so i was kind of convinced like eh, maybe it's not that good because all the people i know who like this sort of thing would have told me that it's good um well, it's, you know it's just the sims is really good at making sure the simmers only ever pay attention to the sims and i like right. fall into that trap very easily because sims has such a strong pedigree and like the maxis team this is like the last remaining part of it you know if you have right. any respect for the will right you are just interested in what they're doing because there's still people that worked on the sims 2 which is like the really the last real will right game right right on this team and you like can't not have a little bit of respect for, i like have such a deep respect for them for that specific reason i think this specific pack is evidence of that sort of will right like genius this like mechanics genius stuff that it was always really impressed me but so around the time that this trailer came out paralives had their first character design trailer and people immediately started saying, again, for the umpteenth time, Paralives is just a better version of The Sims. Oh, I can't wait for Paralives to kill The Sims. But then I watched this video from my favorite Sims YouTuber, Lil Simsy, Kayla Sims, uh-huh. is her actual name, Lil Simsy. Um, and she had a trailer reaction, and I was watching it, and she pointed out something to me that I I forgot about, but it's real, which just makes me feel fucking insane. It's just like... There was a lot... When we got the Laundry Day pack, it was actually the result of a community vote. And Laundry Day was um, voted for because it was in a theme of pack ideas called Eco Living. And that pack idea of all the other pack ideas was the highest voted pack. And if you look back at the suggested features they were going to have, because they were only going to focus on one thing. It was going to be there's three genres of packs and this was going to be a stuff pack which is the cheapest and has the least amount of mechanics and materials um they were going to only going to do one because it's like a you know it's a community vote you can't mm-hmm. do that for a whole expansion um and laundry went out because a lot of people love laundry in the sims but they also had stuff like being able to craft things or you know organizing oh, living off the land that kind of stuff stuff that did is actually in the eco lifestyle huh. 
So simmers like the people who are like you literally voted for this. <laughs> like you wanted like this is the thing that drives me insane about the Sims is like they'll get what they want and they'll still find a way to complain about it. That's right. Really and funny. once you once you see a lot of this is like once simmers actually start playing the game and start playing the pack, they'll be satisfied with it and they'll love it. The only time well, the only two times I've remembered that that hasn't happened, and it was my first pet stuff, which was just kind of like a lackluster pet stuff pack. And um toddler stuff where they had that ball pit that was a flat texture and those two times i kind of got it but like you're gonna play this pack and love it and you voted for it and you wanted this yeah. so what's the so issue what's here the, yeah yeah communities i yeah communities and and like you said being a teen when they're just like yeah. so much of being a teen is being miserable you know <laughs> i, I so in my true. experience that it's hard for me to throw shade on anyone who is miserable about shit. Uh, like I think the people who I thought were happy when they were teenagers were also oh, miserable. They were miserable. Like yeah. they also were having Absolutely. their little dramas. Absolutely. It's just like a painful time, and school is out. We're trapped inside. There's not a lot going wow. on. Wow, true, true, yeah. true. You know, um, I don't. I get it, but also, listen. Don't get your heart broken by a game that doesn't have a release date. <laughs> and also, like. Just wait, wait for the pack to come out. I promise you it's fascinating and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about some more games. Uh, BRB. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we are back. Uh, and I, I have to tell you that there was a moment last night while playing some games where I was like, you know what? It, it's a really, it's a really good time for a particular size and scale and style of independent game. I felt extremely lucky to have gotten to play a few things in a row that like made me this time last year, I was like, what the fuck is going to be in my game of the year list? Uh, -huh. uh, this year I'm like. I'm going to find space for these games on my game of the year list, um, uh, which is which is and, and I who knows, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm going to finish each of these things and be like, eh, yeah, maybe not. Um, uh, last episode, Kato, you put me on to Boreal Tales. Boreal Tales. Yeah. Uh, and I put you on to Umarangi Generation. <laughs> Uh, where do you want to start here? I also have a third one that's kind of in the convo here, I think, but is different. Is is more just uh, those are both distinct games to themselves. Like I want to be yeah. clear, I don't think that this is like, and these things are the same. Um, no, but an I, but I through line about cameras though. But uh, yes, there sure is. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we? What? 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 How? How did you find the beginning? How far into? I'm like boreal an hour tales into boreal. I'm okay. about an hour into boreal tales. Which, which, if I can give like a more. Um, I think I think appropriately because it wasn't out yet. You were a little um, 
you were a little vague on like what the basic pitch of the game was because sure. because it wasn't out yet, right? I was trying to uh, speak say, more to aesthetics and like yeah, the totally. Which like, you did great, which pulled me <laughs> in for sure. the The gist of this game is like you are hmm okay well now i also see why you why why you had to <laughs> right? be a little it's bit also, no, okay, it's no. also because right. something something about you, the reveals are interesting right like something about yeah, yeah yeah um but i think it's worth setting up based on the fact that it seems pretty central the the gist of this game the the basic setup is you're a character whose friend or ex or partner has gone missing in sister. a modern city is it wait what is it sister it's your oh, sister oh i have i have not gotten that confirmation really I no, feel, I feel like I that was missed, early on. Maybe yeah. I just missed it then. I did not realize that those two characters were sisters. Yeah, yes. no. I, 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 I'm only an hour in. There's that Bree and uh, Sarah, Sarah, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so you're, you start the game as Bree. There's kind of like, you know, upper age teen, mid-20s, somewhere in there. Somewhere between 18 and 25 is my guess. Um, uh, who's kicking around uh, an old... Uh, uh, gas station kind of an abandoned gas station uh when this giant block of colored static appears yeah. uh and it appears in such a way that everyone is like ah oh, fuck it's, we haven't had one of these in a while yeah it's back ah oh, shit it's back <laughs> shit um and what unfolds is a, an adventure where you are jumping between this character Bree's perspective sarah her sister apparently is perspective as sarah is inside of that cube question mark question mark that is like an alternate dark version of the town that you're in yeah. which is this kind of industrial town plagued by accidents in the factory uh by anti-union uh drives mm-hmm. uh by just like strange occurrences um uh and also uh, you end up seeing some stuff happening in 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 that factory, uh, and then there's some other perspectives that you take also uh, as the, the story kind of jumps around. It doesn't jump around. I, I don't know that it jumps around in in an as it doesn't feel like vignettes to me. It feels like there's a thread that connects each of them, partially because the way that you trans that you kind of transmit the player's control is diegetic. You're like using a tape deck you're using like a a vhs cassette deck Mm. and an old mirror uh to move between spaces did you not see the one that was before you go home the graves yeah yeah totally but not just you looking at the graves and then being transported into a different perspective because there was definitely a, a second part with that same character where i switched characters in between without going back to the Oh, I know, but but there's always a medium. There's always and there was always a a plate. There's always a thing that drags the the player's attention through. In my in my experience, hmm. it never felt random to me. It always really? felt very much like yeah, I'm looking at graves, and now I'm this ghost. Now I'm Fusilier, the ghost, um, who is tied to this grave in some way. No, presumably, maybe it's just past where you are or something. But there's hmm. there there are definitely moments where you're one character. Uh, kind of an action happens, and then you reach what oh, would be like the end of a okay. That has a, not happened like, to me sides, Like like you reach what is like okay. Now we're going to the next screen that hasn't loaded. I hit the button to load, and, and you then switch what actually into... loads is a different scene. Entirely. Interesting, interesting, yeah, interesting. Um, okay, um, this game feels so in conversation with Kentucky Route Zero, with mm-hmm. uh, Night in the Woods. Um, the, there is an emerging genre here of like shitty industrial town, you know, surrealism, 
Um, that and I say that as a compliment to this game, not to say it's biting, because I don't think I think the thing that makes it so distinct to me is that at the same time that it's clearly in conversation with those, it's also in conversation with, with those games are in conversation with those games didn't invent small industrial town with surreal shit happening and <laughs> under underlying labor concerns uh, by any means. Um, but but it, it also has like such its own distinct voice um, that that feels rooted in a different vibe on on the supernatural. Um, the thing that you'd mentioned a second ago, Kata, was the camera stuff, right? Do you want to explain how that works? Well, I actually just that, that was where I ended up stopping. And I think I have a bug because I'm not quite sure. Oh, no. Like last time I tried it, basically, there's these symbols on the ground. And when you get to those symbols, you could, you pull out your camera and you start um, looking for something specific. And I think it bugged out because I like lost UI and then I couldn't exit the game. And I, I hadn't had time to jump back into it yet. So actually, I'm not yeah, really I've had explaining this expa- exact, exact mechanic. I had my UI. Okay, well, you definitely would have gotten it by now, unless you missed the. Did you did you drink the blood on the ground as soon as you saw it? Yeah, did you? When you, no, I left uh, it and went and found the camera. What? Yeah, you wait, got the camera wait, wait, very wait, wait, early. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That cam that store is open. Like um, the first time that you go to the, like the other not. perspective. No, see, I yeah. drank it immediately, and that it totally it changed the scene. That after that. After that moment, yeah, I didn't, that, that, I haven't that is the- one of the that is one of the connective tissues. You can I've gone through this this cycle multiple times now, where I, I go into that world to so when you first go into so I mentioned the big weird static cube. Yeah. If you go into that cube, you yeah. take the perspective of. Uh, the main breeze missing sister Sarah and the the world is strange and staticky and um, there is like, you know, there are birds, you know, sipping blood off the ground uh, from some sort of weird dead animal or creature or something. Uh, it's, it's all very surreal. It's not it's not horror in like the none of this is gruesome. The style is is very like um, shades and colors and like very ps1 era Mm -hmm. you know uh, fixed camera positions stuff like that um it's creepy but it's not it it, so far it has not been i there's like one there's one section i think was like made me a little spooked but that's it yeah um but if you go to the left more that store the gas station or whatever it is it's not the gas station it's another different store the like the video store Mm -hmm. is just open and you can go in there immediately and get that camera um, and so with that camera, <laughs> you, anywhere that there's one of those sigils on the ground, you can, you can stand and then go into like a first person mode and look around these 3d environments, which is fascinating because it's a fixed camera game. And so yeah. suddenly dropping into the first person stuff is wild. At that point, you're looking for one of these other sigils in the world. That's like another little red glowy symbol. Um, and once you take a picture of it, you can then give it back to the person in the, um, in the VHS store. No, sorry. You can, I think that's what you do. I think you give it back to him and then he gives you a tape or something. Um, He gives you something else and I've done it. I've just now forgotten what it is because there are so many little layers of, of things like this. So you Uh, grabbed the camera the first time you were in that cube? Yeah. A hundred percent. I had wow. because then I used it immediately back in the in the other gas station in the in the regular world gas I station. Had, I just got the camera. I did a bunch of other shit. You did the, getting, the you did the first aid kit. You did the yeah and in the in the in, in, in the, the grave. Um, and then I went back yes. and did the first couple of tapes. Yes. See, I, I've only done one and of then, those tapes. And then it wrapped back around and threw me back into 
with Sarah, and then that's when I saw. The and that's song. when you got the the right, 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 right. Like, no, I yeah, you can get that early. It, but like, this is this is why I'm talking about it as like feeling like there are routes between these spaces right. because part of what the game is is once you get that camera, it's going back to previous spaces to try to find these sigils there, so you can kind of figure out how these two worlds are connected right. and what the kind of. You know, there is very clear allegory happening here around the static and accidents at the at the um, at the factory and just a, a general sense of dread in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the, I, there's a specific note I want to give, which is I have not felt so much like a soundscape has communicated to a place feeling like an inhabited place as in this game uh, for <laughs> a long time. Like sitting around your own like home with like your dad and listening to like someone start a car in the house at the house next door or being at the gas station and hearing traffic pass. I'm sure it's like stock audio, but it's used really well to make what is actually a really empty environment feel really lively, which is cool. It feels feels like it was whether it's stock or not, it was, it was like recorded stuff, not like uh, simulated stuff, which is an interesting given given the uh, whole VHS aesthetic and recording yeah. and things like like totally um, I guess to, to, to clarify a little bit more of like what this is, like it is a fixed camera adventure game. You know, one of the first things you do is you have to distract a cop. You have to find a way to distract a cop so you can approach this big static blocks, box. And so, you know, you have to go get one item and combine it with another item and then use it in a third place. Um, and like th- that stuff is really... It's been fine so far. Yes. Um, it is it is a really buggy game. Uh, I've definitely had to like save and load to get my character unstuck from geometry before. Mm-hmm. And I lost, I, I straight up had a moment where I lost my character on screen entirely or they got stuck or something. Um, and I couldn't even act, access the, the UI, like you said, with the camera thing. It was mm-hmm. a different, it was a different, it wasn't a camera. It was just like walking around the woods. Um, and... Then I had to load and I didn't have an autosave and I like lost <laughs> some serious progress. Yeah. So I have to go back and catch back up. But it is it is like a really special thing. It's called Boreal Tales, B-O-R-E-A-L. Uh, it's on itch and on Steam for like three dollars. So that's yeah. the thing, is like given that it's three bucks, I have a hard time being mad about bugs. Um oh, totally. just save often, early and often. Um and the, for sure. they're like it's like bugs in the like something went wrong here. Not the, like, this is impacting normal gameplay, like, right. like constantly. It's like, oh, a glitch. I'll have, just have to reload. Like, yes. that sort of situation. Yes. Exactly. I think, like, our audience specifically that will have a big group of people who find this game fascinating. Yeah, um, totally. So, definitely worth your time. Do you have any other Boreal Tales thoughts? No, I have to, I have to get, it's, it's wild to me how different the, our paths have been. Uh, yeah, which is I suspect we're both just in the early pl- the early going of it based on footage I've seen from the rest of the game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. um, my guess is like once we both get enough discs or whatever, there will be another like turn. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll, it will just be da- bouncing from disc to disc, and eventually you'll have seen enough. You know what I mean? Right. Or t- tape to tape or whatever. Right, um, right. um. So the other one, the other thing that we talked about briefly on Monday and is now uh, available also is Umarangi Generation, which is so much different than what I thought it would be, but but also (laughs) also really hits um, 
really fucking hits. I love it a lot. Uh, I I don't think I problems with it. Oh no, what's up? Tell okay. Let's let's let me give the pitch and then we'll talk about the problems. Okay. So it is a first person photography game in which you go through a series of levels and you have um you have a set of objectives those objectives are things like take a photo they're they're like photo bounties basically take a photo of two stereos take a photo of uh, the union jack flag somewhere take a uh, a photo through your telescopic lens of a bird and a cat at the same time um stuff like that uh, or find a word in the environment and so to some degree it's like a little bit of a pixel hunt in the sense that you're exploring in first person these environments some of which are pretty large um in terms of in terms of like it's not a room that you're looking around it's like right. it's like a bunch of rooms or a bunch of empty or not empty but it's a bunch of streets uh that ha- that are poorly lit or or whatever right um or or really brightly lit um and then you take the photo and then you know things like the composition and you're you're graded so to speak you're paid based on things like how colorful the photo is or how moody it is um uh there there's like was the three c's is that what it is yeah from the tutorial was it content color and a third one composition Composition, right yeah um uh and and that stuff is mostly hand wavy for me like i am just taking pictures that i want to take so it's not really like a uh, you know, there is a side goal every every round that is like make X dollars, but it's easy to do that just by taking enough pictures, basically. Um, um, but that is the that is like on paper what you're doing. The thing about the game is that it is set in a sort of like post apocalyptic slash cyberpunk world in which you're learning about why the world is the way it is, why there are big walled cities, why there's such an interest among people in v- virtual reality why there are UN guards everywhere <laughs> and sometimes the sound of gun gunshots or sirens in the distance. Um, what's up with these creatures you keep finding? Um, small things like that, all through just the visual storytelling, all through just the environmental storytelling of signage, of n- levels being in different locations and showing off different things. This is not a game with dialogue. This is not a game with like, you know, di- audio logs. It's all 100% communicated through like what what are the movie posters about? What type right. of movies are being made in this world? Um, what's the graffiti say? And most of the graffiti is a little bit better than traditional games graffiti where it's like, <laughs> tell my mom I love her written in blood right. or whatever, you know. Um, well, so what are the problems that you're having? So, um, and I think a lot of this stems from having had such a good time with um, Tales from Off Peak City's camera right. moments that I have partially issue with the way that this has this is gamified specifically. Like I feel like the way that the objectives are set up and the way that there's there's a, there's like a timer um, which doesn't ultimately I just matter. It. Yeah, I I I. I do, um, I do I do I do two runs. I do a run where I find everything. Yeah. Um and do it on my own schedule and then I do like a speed run after within right. the 10 mi- for the 10 minutes because uh there's no way you could do this on your first jump. I I I'm with you. I think that they just shouldn't right. put the timer there. Yeah. Um, that's a because that's the thing is like it 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 still causes this friction of it being in on your screen all the time and like yes. it being like at the very I, least it should just be in the menu. Yeah. Or something I, else. It, yeah. it took me I or like have two, there be a, t- a separate time trial 
thing right mode. that you could go back to or something. Be- so, and the second part of this is the way that the objectives are set up. Uh, oftentimes, you're doing some like very minor platforming, uh, yes. or like moving around the. It, uh, some it's, of it's about not moving. that minor. Some of it is yeah. like yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have a lot of I have so much issue with the, how slowly you move in this game and the the way the jump it doesn't feel quite right. Where like, it took me a while to get the jump. I've gotten the jump now that I understand that it is like the warlock jump in Destiny. It is very yeah. It's it's it, you like, jump you jump or it's it's or is the, the warlock jump the one that it's a boost. It's like a big no. The, the earlier what's the one that the earlier you do it you I think jump it's higher. The, the oh the um yeah yeah. No, you know no, what I mean? Like you need to you need to yeah that's the part. It's yeah, not it's, the floaty it's, it's bit. like a it's like a weird, it's like a double jump. Um, but it it always feels like. You need to use the double jump where normally you. It feels like you could jump, just jump up there. I don't know. Oh like, yeah, like no, you, you're always double jumping. About, like, yeah, yeah. Like the move, it's like for how much platforming is in this game, it feels like the platforming mechanics aren't quite there for that bit of it, which yeah. to me only distracts from the really interesting and the other great stuff that they do with the the actual photography, like the main part of the game. I haven't run into that quite yet because I think because I, I, I right now, the, the moment that I, I said to myself, I'm not going to get the 10 minute timer on any of these, uh-huh. I'm going to go back and get them. I was able to like, just take a breath and then do those, do those jumps uh, pretty accurately or pretty like, and if I messed up, whatever, I would then like look around and be like, okay, where am I now? What is a picture I can take here? That's interesting. Yeah. And then let me wrap back around and do that jump again. Um, there are definitely moments. The thing that ended up being more, more frustrating for me in terms of the bonus objectives were just finding those film canisters. There are also <laughs> collectibles in each of these between yeah. like six and nine hidden film canisters. Um, and, and those are cool because they're hidden in places that like tend to be cool places to take photos from or that like um, to find them you have to really understand that there's like oh wow this plank leads up to this you know uh cargo container that actually then lets you jump over onto this roof and then on that roof you get this really great shot of the plaza below and there's a film canister up there or something so i i I don't mind that there are these collectibles in these levels um but i definitely those are the things that i'm like i have five of the six i cannot find the sixth one where the (laughs) fuck is the sixth one and i've gone for 30 minutes you know that's the the other half of if you ignore the timer i put 40 minutes into that first or the second Uh level the uh totally right and 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 didn't find that sixth canister, the sixth <laughs> film canister. Um, and that's the point where I was like, I'm just going to. Not only am I going to ignore the 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 um, the timer, I'm going to just play the game. I'm going right. to play the game. I'm going to try to get the bonus objectives done. Uh, when I complete my photo bounties, if I have one or two film canisters left and I don't have a clue where they are, I'm going to move on because the world that it's that this takes place in is so interesting that I want right. to see whatever this next cut of it is. That's you know, definitely this next- part of it too is that i i feel like at a certain point i'm like okay where's this last thing and then i have to do a round and then i'm like i'm getting frustrated with how slow i walk like there's no sprint like it just like feels like it could be a little oh, bit faster see, I'm, like, i, I, I am make... i am the person who is very happy there is no sprint because i wish there mm. <laughs> i get it i get it but like that's not my vibe when i'm playing this game like i'm I was happy. I was happy that Boreal Tales had a sprint because uh-huh. my perspective didn't matter in it as much. Sure. It's a fixed camera game. Uh, I want to move across these screens as quickly as possible and get to the screen that's important. But right. in in this, I'm like, I want to. I'm playing this game to bask in it a little bit and to yeah. like 
I get it. I do get it. I it's wouldn't just be like mad once if they I'm added done, a sprint. Yeah, it's like once I'm done basking after like I'm like I've already been here for forty minutes. I'm just trying to find this yeah, thing. Yeah, but I, I keep get finding new thing. shit. I always find new shit when I'm when I'm yeah. walking down these alleys and like I, I, some of it is some of it is. I, I moved too quick through this space. Didn't see the graffiti. I need to take a photo of. Right. Uh, right. And I would totally. miss more. But but um, again, just, I, I I think one of the things that they, that the game could definitely would benefit from um, is just or or I'm curious maybe if, if this is, is is maybe more of the kind of overall thing that you're suggesting is it just like give me a mode where I don't have to deal with any of this shit and just right. let me fuck around. Right. Um. Like which like the. It's like, how much do you need to gamify an experience in that specific right. way of having objectives of having like, I could see you that feel like the, there was like a pass where they were like, shit, we need, right. we need there to there be needs more game in this game, in which this is like, game. right. Yeah. This idea that uh, just giving the space and letting people move on when they want is not enough. Right. right? Like I would have loved this where those top ones that you need to continue the, the like top objectives, there's like two sections, right? The top of yes. the list is like yes. the things you have to do to move on to the next level. And the bottom are like optional. I wish the top had got shifted down. Like I wish it was huh. all optional. I would do, I would do them. I would do them anyways. I would want right. to do them. But the, the issue being that it's less of this, like you're doing these objectives and there's this timer on you, that friction goes over. Like for some reason I cannot, even when I'm ignoring it, even when like, whatever, I'm not going to hit 10. Yeah, it's still yeah. being there. makes me feel at a certain point, like, okay, I need to move on. Like, like the, the reminder of time passing <laughs> makes me feel like I need to move on. So, right. Um, it was just like this thing. Of Wait, like, so in that world, is it like keep the timer but lose the you would still feel it i would still feel it i would yeah, no, if there was I, a, I if there say, was a timer i would say get rid of the timer like make a time trial I get mode of, if you want or no like, i i the thing i i really think the timer brings nothing because yeah. once you know where the things are once you know what the shots are and what the where the film canisters are there is no there is no time right like you'll get it done in 5 minutes for the right. most for the, in the in the for the most part there's a couple of like well, i think some, the some third depends level, on how good the, you are at that jump <laughs> yeah but once you learn that jump you learn that jump and you just do that jump first do you know what i mean it's like yeah. oh i didn't get it let me restart you yeah. know um, but once you do know where everything is, like it's a most of these levels are very fast to to do that. But yeah, I guess if you're if you really really want the time trial mo mode, it should be its own mode, and and then beyond that, like I I, I like do think it's super important to have difficult traversal in this game because part of what I think it's trying to communicate. <sighs> there's two things I think it's trying to communicate. One is it wants you to feel embodied and slow in this constrained occupied space. Mm -hmm. These are spaces that are that are literally occupied by the military, right? right? And like, you're not running around in front of these people with fucking guns, right? You are walking because I, as much as the game also kind of paints those people as being kind of stuck and in it with you in an interesting way. Yeah. Th there are a lot of them have like sarcastic uh, mottos about their jobs on their <laughs> helmets and shit. Uh -huh. um, they are still also clearly an occupying force. We should note that this is um, a like, game. This is the um, like interesting part about this game is that, and the reason uh, why I want to keep moving in a sense to keep, is to yeah. see the new How far things. in are you? How I'm far like, in are you? Um, I'm on the Have you hit seventh? the thing? <laughs> Oh okay, yeah, so I hit the, hit, thing. Like, the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, okay. and like, um, that was, it was like, 
my experience with photography and wanting to see kind of see it through push me through those early ones because yeah. one thing that always annoys me about any sort of photo game where you have editing powers is that for some reason contrast always seems to be locked behind a couple upgrades and like this yep. is basic <laughs> this should this be is the big here thing. The, this yeah. is the big yeah. thing like I, yeah. uh, you don't get contrast until like the sixth level or something yeah, I'm right just like, oh which whatever yeah. it's not that big of a deal it's probably only just like certain people who have like taken film who photography do, and, right, like, right have done this before like would feel this exact same feeling I mean, but it's exposure so... is even unlocked in this game right like it's, right. exposure isn't even i i i almost wish you just straight up got different you get most of that stuff via like new lenses right and the lenses yeah. are really cool looking and like switching between them feels really good uh, putting yeah. the flash on feels feel good like though it does do the thing where like if you tap f twice to put the flash on by mistake it will put it on and then take See, it I haven't off gotten the flash on the flash yet where is that oh that must so that must be a bonus objective upgrade really a hundred percent so wait that means you don't oh that means you haven't seen any okay wait let me show you some photos that i took then hold on because <laughs> i am in love specifically with that like you know the aesthetic the like the flash on at night in urban setting. Yeah. Things are yeah, like yeah, yeah. overexposed yeah, totally. in the near frame. I was near surprised frame. when I got to some of those darker areas Dude. that they hadn't given me the flash yet. I knew the Hold button on, was me, there for the flash. I was let like, me where drop is you it? some shit that I love that I took. <laughs> um, here's this, uh, which and is speak, like. Speaking to the like. The way the shadow falls behind that uh, railing is so that's fucking good. Very good. Um, I took this, that exact like, same photo almost, but without flash because I don't have it. But without flash because you don't have the flash. And I just like fucked with the. Exposure group, and stuff. This third thing Fuck. here, of like the super exposed close person, and then like yeah. the way that falls off, but has the neon lit in the back. Um, like I just want to collect all of my favorite photos and post them. Like that is how yeah. much I'm enjoying. Which, which some also of this stuff. another thing I fucked up. Oh, buddy! <laughs> I did. I completely misunderstood the tick box where it says yeah. "Save to Gallery," which apparently is on by default, but it ha- it's like a little white square with a circle in it. Yeah. And to me, that felt empty and like clicking it and filling in the Filled square in. I see. was me turning it on. It's like, right. I don't know how many other people will have that problem. But just so you know, that circle, when it when the circle is there, well, the that circle means is it there. is saving. Yeah. That means and I thought it was opposite. Photos. And then I oh, exit the game oh, and it's like, show me the folder with all the images in. And I was like, why are there two things in here when I spent like an hour oh, in the streets? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, which God, is, oh. that sucks. You know. I gotta say, I have not said a single word just <laughs> while you guys been talking about it and I've just been listening. But looking up these pictures, Austin, I, I have bought so many freaking games because uh-huh. of this podcast and I <laughs> have this already downloaded and installed and I'm gonna yeah. start playing it as oh soon God. as we get off it's the pod. fucking so like the photos in this game that I've taken are I'm like s- I'm like proud of them in a way that doesn't make any sense yeah. because well the, the, the real thing this game did was make me pissed that there is not that this is not a genre that is popular right because I want one of these every year yeah like I yes. want yes. a game in which I'm going <laughs> through environments and like and just like composing interesting shots every year the other thing that but i guess that means what i should do is like i talk to like people you know the the category people who like don't really play games but definitely play games you know they always say to me hey do you know if there's gonna be a new pokemon Pokemon snap i know i I get it but but like (laughs) the answer is there there isn't a market the answer is that i don't know that there is i don't know that that market has has War has my thought is if there was going to be a new Pokemon Snap, there would be a new Pokemon Snap. Um, 
my guess is that when a big company looks at the, a game like this, they go, there's not enough replay value for people to spend $50 on it. But I don't want, I don't want the $50 version of it with Pokemon. I want this. And I'm happy I have it, but like, yeah. I would have spent $12 on one of these every few months for the rest of my life. Uh, alternatively, I should just get a really nice camera and learn how to shoot photography <laughs> because clearly composition is a thing I enjoy. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, but like, I, yeah. like, you can even, I think it just speaks to, like, also there's something incredibly satisfying. I know, like, everyone complains about Instagram and the way that people behave on Instagram and, like, the Instagramification of beauty is, like, a really intense problem. Mm-hmm. However, Instagram allows amateur photographers to become actual photographers mm-hmm. for, like, one second. And right. there's something really satisfying about that. Well, yeah, you know? I guess here's the, this is the actual other thing that I hadn't thought about here is, like, I don't use Instagram. I used Instagram when it first came out mm-hmm. and everyone, and it was like, but you know, before it was the thing it is now. And then I realized like, I don't take pictures. Like I've never, I'm not a photo person. This is the thing like <laughs> truly about me is like, I don't have college photos. I don't, there aren't very many photos of me, despite being someone who's very much in the public eye. Um, I don't like hang out with my friends and take pictures together. I like, and that's not a judgment on that. I, I don't have like a collection of family photos. I don't, when, when the family photo books come out, they don't interest me. I'm not that person. Um, and yet the experience of composing a shot that is really only for me, that is really like, I said, like, oh, I'd like to put them somewhere, but I'm probably not going to. Or maybe I'll put, like, three, or, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do a, a post of, here are my four favorite shots that I took in Umaragi on yeah. Twitter. But that is probably going to be it. Like, there is something about the experience of just shooting photos for me that this brings out that I didn't expect. And I, and I suspect that's because it makes, it does make things like fucking around with exposure and tint and saturation and contrast, like, very simple and... Mm-hmm not i'm sure as a real photographer would look at this and be like this is not good this is not how this works it's fine um, it's fine the point is that you have creative control in this yeah in that's this what i mean endeavor, right? i met kato um <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah yeah, no, yeah. what really, do you think kato sorry well no, no that, that was that was it but really one of the things as a photographer that gets me is the fact that you can't fucking reload uh, no. <laughs> you can't recock the the camera without like leaving, leaving the, cam- the, 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 the viewpoint, scope, which is the this is like, because I've had it's this, like a this specific sniper embodied rifle. It's like experience. the first sniper rifle you get in a in a video game. Yeah, is the one where you have to pull the the lens away from your face. <laughs> and yeah. I get that that's, that's that probably possible, uh, possibly part bonkers. of it, given the 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 yeah. whole like occupying force situation but well, it's still it's just like this because i know that i can cock that shutter way faster than yes, the main character yes. and while it's still at yeah. my face right. it, it yeah, has yeah, yeah. it's yeah. probably the a friction Film that very few people are gonna feel <laughs> no i feel it camera like your eye is glued to that viewfinder and it doesn't move when i when <laughs> i'm, I'm like i want that. to shoot three of these in a row or like i want to change my perspective just a little bit because that for that shot didn't come out the way i wanted it to right i'm with you that i'm like ah why can't i just why can't i just like yeah exactly 100%, <laughs> like, like leave the totally. the, mecha- the the that just have it be like okay i'm switch, like i'm moving over like you yeah, can yeah, yeah. there are certain there things are where like yes and i do enjoy this this part of like having the the characters move uh is that um a lot of times in those situations when you're taking like action shots or like the people that there's like a lot of people dancing and things or if you want like just the right like 
composition on a person's face, taking like those shots in quick quick succession is something that right. I would love to be able to do. Um, but the, yeah, you have to like it, it like takes the camera off your face. Your character does a little like yeah. uh, cocking the shutter and moving the the film over one. I am I am happy that they're representing film in a world where digital is like what everyone uh, yeah, like, who's learning film sure. now now and again, but. Um, there is this kind of quality of, um, I guess there's a, there's a feel that, that the idea of film still gives versus the idea of digital. And there would be no reason to, to, to have even the pause of like the shutter cock, even if it's right. You would just snap, 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 snap. And like you could hold down that button and hit like 50 frames or whatever. Um, which is a very different, uh, moment. So I'm glad that for this difference at least, but I wish it was just like the one second. I wish everything in here was just a tiniest bit faster because probably cause I'm impatient, but, <laughs> um, uh, it's just like, yeah, the, the, the other half of it, the, the thing that I, I didn't lay out in terms of why I'm, I'm, I'm okay with there being challenged on the jumping puzzles and stuff. Like I talked about like, it's, I'm fine with the thing, being though, slow. Is that like, just, I do. Th- it's not just challenge. It feels bad. See, it I is, don't think it feels bad. I, I think like it this feels jump. really I bad. Like this. If you go like space, space, you fucking launch. It feels sick. It feels just like the start Maybe of a warlock jump to me. Maybe I'm not doing it right. Because like, like, space, it, space. to me, it's just like you, what you a, can't a bad do double is, jump. Is like, um, once you're descending, you don't get any for upward right. momentum. So you no, have to no. do it. And if you do it, if you do it right away, you actually get the most height out of it. Um, it's like you're launching That's yourself. A, yeah, uh, I know this because like I've opened the game and I'm launching myself. <laughs> um, um, the thing, anyway, the other half of this is like I do think that the thing that they're trying to do is like, hey, you have to you have to climb into weird places to get the shot, right? You yeah. have to like, yeah. There is there is this is their verb of you are an embodied actor, but like, right? But like to me, right? to me, the thing is the 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 fucking helmets in Titanfall. You would see those and be like, right. "How the fuck do I get up there?" Oh, well, I mean, what right? feels as good as Titanfall? Nothing. Like, <laughs> no, nothing. Gonna, sure. Nothing. No, I'm not even saying like movement wise. I'm just saying like yeah, getting yeah, up yeah. there yeah. as one of these like yeah. things where like the objectives are getting you up there. It's like mm-hmm. you can make the film thing, the film reels visible and in a weird oh, place. Yeah, they have so not. You, I <laughs> no. I, there are. Um, I, I'm going to end up looking up a guide for some of these levels right, because I like, totally. cannot imagine. Specifically, the second level, the like gray, washed out, overcast sky military base level. Yeah. Um. I like have I that level is big, but it's not that big, and I feel like I've been everywhere, and I have no fucking clue where the last <laughs> film canister is. And there's or there could be a sound, there could be a you know what I mean. Like that's a thing that happens in games sometimes, right? They'll right. be like, "Hey, when you're near the thing, we'll make a sound so that right. you can." Da 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 da. Um. um. Uh, so the other part of this game, the part that I am enjoying, yes, <laughs> and the 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 reason I want to be able to move just a little bit quicker is this the the way that this is setting up this narrative, this like wild narrative that I don't know where it's going, but I like can't stop thinking about what these what the implications here are. Like, yeah, is this set? This is set in like a weird future. Obviously, there's like fantastical things happening, but there feels such a like this like um, I don't know. There's a ring of truth of it that makes it feel like it's 
based on a specific event almost. Yeah, I have the same being... feeling. Like, so I, we, I know that it's it's made by uh, Maori developers, um, and uh, it makes me it, not just that, but like specifically the relationship between the like occupying slash protective force um the gesture at a particular crisis that is ecological in nature but also is about like is there a world can we just do a a five minute we've talked about this game a lot right let's just say right now for the next five minutes we're gonna talk about like a little bit of spoiler stuff it's pretty clear it's clear within the first three levels you do the third level and you go like oh shit Okay, yeah. um, uh, and as Kato's, Kato's in like the seventh level, there's a lot, there's enough here that like, I think the bulk of the game has you knowing what this is. So jump yeah. ahead five minutes or something, Kato will I'll put timestamps time in the, stamp. yeah. yeah, so that'll, that'll let you jump ahead to the next topic. Um, uh, this is a kaiju game. <laughs> this is a game in which, <laughs> in which giant, a giant monster seems to have attacked New Zealand, right? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you are playing in the generation of people who are living through that. Um, right. uh, there are there's graffiti about you know uh, about the attack, about people lost in the attack. Um, a lot of the culture reflects that because it's a lot of like it's a lot of movie posters about movies about people fighting uh-huh. monsters or the opposite people you know there's there's stuff about like how you, we're the monster or you know stuff like that do you <laughs> not know, as not as cheesy as what i just said though do you know why you're not supposed to photograph the men of war yet i haven't done it yet um, oh I, I i've done it i don't understand what happens i don't think i think it's bad for something i think it's I, probably yeah, not good <laughs> i that it's don't do it I don't, I don't know like why it. I'm not going like to so really... one of the one of the things it tells you in the tutorial is like, oh, here's how you take photos. Da, 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 da. Like, All right. You're good to go. Well, quick thing. Don't take any photos of these uh, neon blue man of war that just show up sometimes in the levels that are just like on the ground. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, it gives it gives the whole thing a real like fully coolie vibe. It gives the whole thing this like this vibe of like. Um, uh, there is another layer happening over mundane life that. <laughs> you should do your best not to interact with. Right. Um, I, so part of me feels like this is about, I don't want to, uh, well, I think the, I think all the vignettes are the same, regardless of whether or not you actually photograph one of the. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's this idea, obviously like pretty basic idea of making something, um, making something real by recording it, making something Yes. material by uh having a record of by photographing it um and it's like like the the parts that you're not supposed to pay attention to are the the these small like seemingly um what's it called uh like i mean yeah man, man of war are dangerous if they're in the water but when they're out like you can easily avoid them they're not mm-hmm. that uh threatening when they're not like secretly, you know, super long and you can't see their tentacles and they can like really fucking fuck you up. Um, and then you, is the kaiju just a giant man of war or is it something else? Cause it, that's it feels, what it looks like to me, but right. It, but I don't know. 
But who it, could say? Yeah, it's very difficult to tell. And I guess the Flash probably doesn't even reach out that far. Um, but it, it has this this whole feeling of like... Um, when... There's a lot of there's a lot of thought out there about war photography, about yeah. uh, photo- photographing uh, moments of violence and moments of uh, people's uh, you know suffering. That I think specifically the third, obviously the third the third um, ma- uh, map or whatever uh, zone in this game, kind of jumps into where. You're fighting the kai- the kaiju is attacking, right? There are mm-hmm. and there are suddenly hurt people, and one of the objectives in the game is always get a group shot of your friends. Like there's these four characters or three characters. Wait, does the penguin? The count? penguin counts. The okay, penguin, yeah, four. pen pen counts. <laughs> four care. Oh shit. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I thought the robots looked a little Okay, anyways. Um Uh-huh. And the only way to the what they're doing in that scene is helping UN soldiers who have been maimed. Like there's blood everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It 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 has this in a way where I feel like for some reason other games that have I don't know. I think I guess it's different because other games where there's like scenes of war, like you're a you're you're a different type of actor in that scene. Even if there's a photo mode in that game, right? It never strikes on this this tension that exists <laughs> when you photograph scenes of 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 extreme violence and suffering. Right. Um, and I think part of what this game is trying or like hopes to do is one of the one of the big like um theories that uh Susan Sontag puts on in in uh uh regarding the pain of others which is about photography and in like war zones mm-hmm. um is this idea that even if you you need to be aware of obviously the photographer's um biases and framing and uh all of that sort of uh outward situation but still it is important to understand that this is one of the only ways in modern society to get the word out in in essence is yeah. the movement yeah. of these images um and this game feels like they're trying to get the word out about a specific place and i only you, wish are, is that a it, sorry uh, there's there's kind of two thoughts there one is are you do you think that it's purely allegorical or are you saying that that is the feeling it captures both both actually okay. i think it it captures that feeling and it also captures like and also i feel like it is the game itself is trying to talk to a specific thing that i certainly am not aware of what the un yeah. tensions with these this population is and will now probably go read about right mm-hmm. like well, there it is. both captures it Right, obviously. Like, I assume, like... Um, <laughs> oh, no, but, I was actually going to put... I mean, there is a really great interview with the developer of this game that I'll link you to. <laughs> great, Called yeah. The Umurangi Generation is Asking You to Care. Uh, it's from Vista Magazine, or Vista Magazine. Um, uh, uh, that the, the developer gets into specific um, 
specifically talking about their indigeneity in relation to uh, in, in relation to ecologic disaster. Um, the, the quote that jumped out at me here was um, one of the elders over here in Australia uh, said to me, we're often listened to, but not heard. When I think a lot about the societal issues like these bushfires, one of the reasons it was so bad is because the government didn't want to do burnoffs. A lot of indigenous communities have been saying, hey, our families have been here forever and we know what the right time it is to do a burnoff. So listen to us. And people would see that as just nonsense. You know, these fellows don't know what they're talking about. And that's the energy I'm trying to capture in Umurangi, the idea that the game's main crisis event probably could have been avoided if people cared in the short term. I'm designing uh, the game around people who actually do need to hear that message, not necessarily people who already know. I'm not trying to overload people with my philosophies. I just want to ease people into these ideas, into my culture. Um, totally. It's a, it's a, like a really, really, really good uh, interview. Right. Um, so it's probably worth, it's probably worth digging that out. Uh, is, whether or not you play the game, it's, it's a good read. Yeah. And like, I think that's part of what I like the most about this being a photography game specifically is that idea of the, 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 kind of transferring something to a further like a, a further reach in that specific way um has a lot of history behind it and yeah especially in in um in being an outsider right in being mm-hmm. someone from not from that culture um right. the idea and then of, using photography as like the thing that allows you to communicate in a language not literally in a language obviously and i don't even mean figuratively i don't even mean just layer one figurative oh everyone can look at photos but it is literally the sort of like i can use a method that has been that has been validated as being almost more authoritative than my own voice and perspective right the second i step in behind a camera i erase the photographer i erase myself and even though my biases are in the photo i can actually use the photo as a medium for communication that the second i would say any of these things would be i I would be uh, you know elided or 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 ignored right from the conversation um and yeah that you're totally right that that is the vibe uh, as you take photos here and i think it's partially i think you can almost see it based on what the bounties are right Right. um in an interesting way because there are a mix of things that are like hashtag aesthetic uh which are like very clearly i mean they're all hashtag aesthetic (laughs) even the ones that are like yo go get me a photo of the word cops get me a close-up of the word cops (laughs) okay yeah but that doesn't really communicate anything so like the the like the literal example of this is my close-up of the word cops is just the word cops, but I then took the next photo, which is the entire phrase, which is cops come here to kill us. And yeah. the fact that the bounty is not for cops come here to kill us. The bounty is someone will pay you just to get a cool shot of the word cops. Uh-huh. And will, <laughs> to do that, you literally have to zoom in enough to not take the photo. Cops come here to kill us is really good. Like there is there is a lot happening there about what yeah. the market is interested in. Yes. Um, and that's that's so important yeah. too because it, yes, yes. you get paid for every single one of these photos, which yes. fucking what if kind only. Of <laughs> yeah. People need to see photos it's i'm making like 200 uh in like 40 minutes right now like what <laughs> oh inflation though that's sense oh that's nothing oh, right, it doesn't mean right. anything <laughs> that's what you have to understand is that's you made a quarter on that photo Shit. <laughs> um oh. uh no i i yeah it is i think it's really something special i i definitely do understand a lot of your your mechanical complaints around stuff i think it's yeah, worth it's one of those things where i, it's I like, don't want to scare people I off really her, I love think no right it's but like, so worth your time in in my um, sense i'm like trying to maybe prepare people it's like it's not gonna feel great but it's worth keeping with yes, it that makes <laughs> you sense. know that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah yeah um, um like it has my all-time favorite change, but like 
also yeah. maybe a small shout out to people thinking about the way they gamify their games of like where the importance in is in certain things yeah. might have helped yeah. ease this. I, I still think that having bit. those, see, the thing that I just said about the cops has now brought me back around to saying these are intentional, important, that there are bounties for bullshit yeah. that you have to do. I think that that's an important mechanism that you can play on or that you can like sure. take advantage of. And that that is that, that has now pushed me back on the side of, I'm glad that the default mode require. I think getting rid of the timer would help yeah, so much for lot, me. I think that's the big thing. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. The the it does have my my single favorite uh, um, objective maybe in any video game, which is take a photo with with, <laughs> with the word gamers showing up seven, seven times. times. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Uh, you can do game. it. Love to you game. can do it. I love to game. Uh, I'm gonna send one more photo over. I love this one because also, of how the uh, the um, focus mechanic just mm. erased this dude's face mm. and like oh, I love this. it's love so it. fucking good. I love it so much. <laughs> um, anyway, what were you gonna say? You gotta go play this game right away. I know you wanted to play it last night and it just didn't come together. <laughs> I was so bummed because yeah. I think you'll love it. Um, Ugh. I next on Monday, you'll hear all about it. I'm sure. Good. Good. <laughs> I, I keep seeing a lot of reference and I, I know this is partially part of the narrative, but I also wonder, uh, part, a lot of reference to VR in a way where like, yes, I can imagine this is a VR game. <laughs> oh, lot. so yeah. My, my VR read on that is just, no one wants to live in this fucking right. world anymore. Right. Like there's the literal ad and this one thing that's like internet tough guy simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's the other thing that is fucking great is Fuck, like all the so posters and oh, dude, mwah, it rules. It's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there's so many good posters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, Epic Gaming Bar was one of the was one of the things in that level. Love and it. underneath the sign for it, it said, "I played first person shooters in the '90s and won't shut the hell up about it." <laughs> Extremely good. Amazing. Extremely oh. good. Um, there's good animals in this game. There's a big eagle in most levels. Uh, yeah. The fashion is on point. The music is incredible. Yes. All of the music is by uh, a musician named Thor High Heels, I believe, um, uh, who gets interviewed in this uh, in this uh, also there's in this, some, this, this there's piece. There's some guest spots because Mellow has a track in here somewhere. Mellow's is in. It's definitely in the trailer. I don't know if it's in the game. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That jet set. Okay. Oh, that, that's the other thing I should just say here because I said it on Twitter. Is the other touchstone for this is it's jet set radio aesthetics yeah. through a, a even more lived in space. Um, I know jet set radio future had some stuff that was like very uh, like people hanging out in the background type stuff. Mm. Um, uh, but this is like very much walk around. A, a world in which the jet set radio folks had to suffer through economic and ecological disaster uh, <laughs> and, and occupation, further occupation. Uh, and when, and where they're allowed to just straight up graffiti shit on the wall, like the cops come here to kill us instead of just being vaguely anti-cop. Uh, yeah. Those games are anti-cop just to be clear. Right. But, right. You yeah. Know, <laughs> um, also, because I know people are wondering, Umurangi means, um, was it red sky red sun red sky red sky generation is what um, is what umarangi generation means uh huh. which is which is i think part of why uh speaks to the, the ecological crisis stuff in this game yeah. um yeah anyway that's umarangi generation definitely go check it out it's definitely worth your time i really enjoy it 
Um, I have to bounce like now, but I want to like, do a quick shout out to a couple of other things because because I've been meaning to. One is If Found, uh, which uh, Annapurna just put out. out. Yeah. Um, uh, it is really fascinating. It is a um, uh, it is a visual novel in which your primary mode of interaction is erasing. It's like there are there's text and images on screen, and your cursor is an eraser, and you kind of erase to either clear off part of the page and then move to a different part of the page, or to reveal something behind what's been erased. Um, it's it's uh, I, you know I, I think it's it's being it's being sold as a coming out tale, and I think that that's fair. Uh, I think it's more than a coming out tale, or it's it's also beyond being a beyond feels feels. Um, evaluative also, or like, or like, I'm trying to make a a, a, a ranking here. Um, in 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 addition to being a story about a character coming out, it is a story about a character who is not fucking sure where they're at, um, and is not like I think like some of the core moments are about confronting people who who don't want your character or the perspective character, the protagonist, to. Uh, be who she really is, um, but I but I also feel like it does an incredible job of normalizing or trying to normalize the sense of like I don't know what the fuck is going on with me right now, like gender as ongoing problem, not as thing that's already solved, and the only problem is the people around me. Like obviously the people around you that can be a fucking problem, and this game you know if found is very much about. Uh, you know, a trans woman dealing with the fact that that people in in her life are not necessarily like ready to 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 love her in the way that they should love her. Um, and in that way, I will say like it gets it gets. It, there are moments that are like, wow, is this this is like extremely intense for a game that twelve minutes ago was incredibly chill. Um, uh, but I, I think the thing that is the best is this just sense of, you know, it's, it's a game set in Ireland in 1993. You, you're playing a character who's just come home from school, from university, uh, who's, who has changed a lot while in university and who's gone back to her small hometown uh, and has to deal with people there and find people there. Uh, that that you know fit with her, and it's it's a really really good story. I think it's visually really sharp. It's definitely worth your time. Um, uh, it's called If Found. Uh, Annapurna continues to publish some really good small games uh, yeah. again and again. Um, the other stuff that I want to quickly shout out. Um, uh, one I meant to mention this on Monday. Jet Lancer that Kata and I talked about a month ago is yeah. out now. People should go play Jet Lancer. It's also oh, fucking sick. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then two other little ones: Pirates Outlaw or Pirate Outlaws. Pirates, pirates. Nope. Yep. Pirates Outlaws. That's a name. That's the that's uh, the plural, right? That's the plural pirates for both outlaw. of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Is a Slay the Spire type. Uh, CC, like card game, not CCG. Uh, like living or not living either. Um, uh, uh, deck building game. Deck building. Um, yeah. that is. Um, I think it's it's pretty straightforward compared to something like Slay the Spire. I haven't found like the kind of diversity of builds quite yet. Um, but it's just like a it's a it has a couple of really interesting mechanics around um resources. The the way that that it has like. There are cards you can play for free, and there are cards that cost ammo. And ammo does not just come back all of, all at once every turn. Um, it comes back, I think, one of the time every turn. 
And then you also have ammo cards, which are like mana cards. And then it lasts. If you don't spend it, you have it for the next round. So there's some interesting things there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's called Pirates Outlaws. And I've been meaning to talk about that for weeks. So I just wanted to say this instead of like, I'm not going to find 15 minutes for it in an upcoming episode. We're getting too busy. <laughs> um, one thing I would love to wrap back around, because I know, Gita, you were looking at it a little bit, is Wintermore Tactics Club, um, which is a visual novel and a tactics game um, set in the, I want to say set in the 80s. Um, in which you're playing like a D&D club at a, at a high school that then has to do snowball fight t- tactics fights against the other school clubs because you're in a tournament to see which club is going to keep its funding. Um, truly nightmarish, nightmarish situation. Uh, this is just Gita Jackson food, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Um, so if you have a chance to play that, maybe we can come back and talk about that next week. But I did want to n- note it because I think it's kind of cool. I, I have like some I have like small issues with it around like the tactics stuff, but it's very clearly supposed to be a great entry point to tactics games. Um, uh, and I, I love the the like tabletop RPG um, like layer on top of it. Uh, the, there's a you know, you do stuff with your club in a way that's like kind of fun to 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 do, um, uh, and and like it has lots of stuff that's just like, hey, you can reset the round whenever you want. If you fucked up and made the wrong decision, just reset it. Um, it has like a pyre vibe a little bit, where like you get to meet the other clubs, the other like oh, it doesn't have the. I'm sure it doesn't have the branching stuff that pyre had because that's like so 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 much. Um, but the it does have the like oh here's like the club of young detectives who are all occultists and you meet them and what what's their deal? Oh here are the the shitty young monarchists who are just literal reactionaries who think the world should be run by uh, by nobles and that there should be no freedom. Um, uh, and they're fascinating because they're also just shitty teens um so it's it's definitely worth checking out if you're looking for a tactics thing winter more tactics club with that i do have to run so i'm gonna wrap up <laughs> does anyone have any other final thoughts or shouts before we we close the, just, the door on this one just noting mm. a, a very interesting trend in like camera use in recent indie games that i have camera cameras are in yeah yeah, I did want to get to. I did want to get to tales, uh, tales from off Peak City, and just did not because and, of all and, the other and shit. also the the flower collectors, just like right, totally, yeah. totally. Did you finish that? Did you did you play no, all that? I need to okay. I need to go back. I have yeah. I have to get through all these indie games now. Yeah, just got them all, all lined up. That's one of those indie games. That is yeah. another different indie game, which is yeah, it's 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 happening. It's all happening right now. Uh, People are taking photos in indie games. You should do it too. Yeah, uh, it's in- fun. It's good. <laughs> that's that's my recommendation. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, with that, uh, I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank you as always to Bowen flooding us. Use the track "Miss You" off the EP uh, "Pale Machine." Find out more about that at <laughs> waypoint.zone slash boen. What's up? Yeah, it's just the the hesitation. It's been I so forgot long. the name of the. Yeah, I know. I well. <laughs> I'm distracted today. I have so much. That's, I have so much yeah. to do. Uh, gotta get to the, yeah, I gotta get. Yeah, I gotta run. Uh, thank you to. Uh, I already did the thank you. We're good. Uh, find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Find Kato at a underscore Kato underscore appears. And Gita. You can find me at XOXO Gossip Gita. 
I follow everything we do, twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.vice.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with um, with more about video games. I'm probably going to miss an episode next week, either the Monday or the Thursday one, because of my schedule. Um, so, so just know that I'm okay. I'm not sick. I'm not, everything's fine. <laughs> I'm just working. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure these folks will hold, the, hold down the, what do you hold down? The fort. You hold the down fort. the fort. Why do you hold down the fort? Yeah, I don't holding know. It down is Austin. like a thing, right? Someone, in fact, someone, okay, wait, someone recently, before. so here's the thing. Someone recently messaged me to say, Austin, it's hold the fort. You don't hold down the fort. Uh, uh, I think actually they replied to Patrick on Twitter saying that. Um, and this is, <clears throat> this is a British versus U.S. thing. In the ah, U.S., it's hold, oh. we hold down the fort. We had to add a preposition in so that we knew which direction to hold the fort. You don't want to hold gotcha. up the fort. We want to hold down right. the fort. All right. What's the difference between holding down the fort and holding it down? Is, is that, that a is meaningful that, one? I that, think that's that the just same. stems from the other thing, right? Like, yeah, I hold think down hold, is hold, the shorten of yeah, holding down the fort. it has to be because it has yeah. such a similar meaning that I feel like hold they have down. to be related, right? Yeah, if you hold me down, yeah, mm, no, mm, yeah, if you're holding it down, I feel like that's holding, holding down the fort, right? I think so. <laughs> okay. I trust you. Don't. <laughs> we'll be back on uh, next week to talk more about video games. Until then, you already know what it is. Fuck capitalism. Go home. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I just want to get through this month. I just need to get through the month. You're going to do it. Everything done. It's fine. You're going to do it. Oh, I'm having tomorrow, basically. Some issues. I'll be right back. I mean, you're going to... Check test one, two, test one, two. It's just a lot of deadlines all packed into a few yeah. a few weeks. Plus, like, like big, thing after thing. yeah, it's big friends of the table recording season. It's like we're like in it, in it, in a way that's like I'm gonna do another five or six hour podcast today, probably. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. let's keep this one short let's, and sweet. Yeah, yeah. this could be short and sweet. I would be <laughs> thrilled. Kato, are you back? I think so. Okay. Am I back? What happened? Yeah, you are. All sorts of things. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Good Wires. Answer. It's cool. You'll probably hear some of it on the post, bud. It wow. was fun. Great. <laughs> Wait, fires? <laughs> no. Well, kind of, I guess. Metaphorical fires. Oh, my um, mic okay. is all Not fun. literal. Um, you sound very far from your mic. 
Vegeta. It's because I was leaning back from it. Hello. Okay. <laughs> now I'm talking directly into it. That Hi. sounds, that sounds yeah, better. I was just slouching. That's fine. I just want to make sure yeah. we had the mic situation situated the right way still. Yeah, no, I I turned it around so this is what it sounds like with I, me actually talking into the front of it. Great. <laughs> sounds great, I think. It's really, it's actually, like, it sounded fine last time over the call, too. That's the thing. But once I had your file, okay. I was like, oh, this it was just is away. wrong. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So waka waka. Um, well, I've just, like, I don't know who, I think it was my therapist I was explaining to because I was trying to explain to her why I was talking to her with this giant mic. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I regularly like fuck up the recording to send a Kato. And when he was like, I think I'm going to get advice, send you equipment. I was like, please help me not ruin your life anymore. <laughs> um, I would love to that. All right. Yeah, it wasn't uh, too bad, but it's just easier this way. <laughs> can we time dot is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. My clock is 3.4 seconds behind. It's always something. I don't... It's... it's <laughs> everyone's is. I, I don't know what the mechanism is that leads to that, but... Wow. Um, mine is always off by a, a little bit, too. I've heard that it's... um. I've heard that it's power... Power... What do you call it? Not power unit. What are those things called? Power source. Your, your power source? Yeah. Is that... A, is that what they're yeah, called? I, I think I'm very so. tired. I'm sleepy. What if power we podcasted source. from bed? Supply. It's supply, power not supply? source. Yeah. A power source is something like a superhero has. <laughs> <laughs> your power supply. <laughs> not the same thing. Fucking um, crystals. Probably. It's probably crystals. All right. Uh, <laughs> 50 seconds. Is that good? Are people ready? Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Made it. Just in time. We did it. All right. International Tea Day. Also, World Day for Cultural Diversity for Dialogue and Development. Ah. Love to I like Tea Day better. Yeah. Um, Let's think about Tea Day. Oh, hey, it's the UN. I was, well, of course it is. That's, uh. that's the thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh... Friday tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh my god, I'm yeah. so fucking ready. <laughs> All right, same. 